It is January 15th, 2018. This is the Wrestling Inc. Podcast. I'm Glenn Rubenstein, joined as always by Mr. Raj Geary and Mr. Matt Morgan. Matt, how's it going, man? Doing great. How are you guys? Doing well. Raj, uh, bet you had a busy weekend. Lots of rumors and speculation going on right now. What's the situation is with Paige? We'll talk about that tonight. But it was indeed Monday Night Raw, the Monday Night Raw before the 25th anniversary show. We are two weeks out from the Royal Rumble. And uh, Raj, this is the start of your busy season. Yeah, yeah. It's always January. It just gets crazy. And it's uh, no exception this year. So it's been... Uh, it's been nuts. Impact's been taping all week. There's been a lot of, there's been tons of news from the Impact tapings. You know, we've been posting it all over the site. It looks like Bobby Lashley, EC3, and Laurel Van Ness are all gone from the company. Uh, Chris Adonis, Chris Masters is also gone. So, yeah. It's been, Isn't Lauren Van Ness their champion? She lost it at the tapings. So, to who? Uh, Allie. Oh. So, yeah. So she's done. She wrote a, uh, we got an article on it. She wrote a farewell to Impact and, confirmed that she was granted her release so and she had asked for it back in november so uh but she had asked for it after they had her win the title so she agreed <laughs> right. to lose it then uh go forward with the release so yeah every every taping it just feels like it's a it's a revolving door you know it's, like, it's been like that since it got resurrected guys yeah and when, and when i came back it was like a bunch of like magnus came back but just magnus was very clear he was only going to be there for a minute uh you know, Masters at first couldn't get on. Uh, he couldn't even get on TV at first. They were going to have, in our role, where it was me, Magnus, who the hell else was it? Somebody else was like a fourth. But um, versus, uh, you know, three, four of the main heels, when I came back, it was an eight-man tag, if you remember, Alberto and whomever, um, Tyrus and those guys. Um, it was supposed to not be Masters. It was supposed to be, uh, what's his name, the, um, the wrestler from India, um, Mahabali, Mahabali, yeah. yeah, Vera, whatever his name is, Shira, yeah, yeah. Shira. Thank you. It was supposed to be him, and then last second they put Masters in there because they didn't have anything for Chris. They told him to come, and they didn't have nothing for him. It was very unorganized, and uh, I'm not surprised that 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 it's it's there's too many loose ends if you work there, meaning there's nothing that's solid that's solidified as far as if I if I was just starting my career, you know what I mean? There's nothing in, in, in on paper that means anything. If you're a three year contract, it doesn't mean shit. Yeah. And, and you, know you work I mean? like eight days a year. <laughs> so there is that too. Yeah. There's no real feeling though that you're in a company, honestly, I, which was great for my situation until they started bitching that they wanted me to tour to India. And I was like, that ain't our deal. See ya. <laughs> yeah. It's, uh, it's odd. It, it keeps changing. Hopefully this creative team works out, but I got to say, man, it seems like things were a lot more, um, it felt a lot more settled. I mean, it still felt, like it was going downhill, but it felt a little more um, calm with Dixie Carter at the helm. Whereas, oh my God, yes. You know, so like, now it's been like five different resets. Guys, there's no, there's no question. There, yeah. there, I mean, she had more years, obviously, and some different writing teams over the years within there. But come on, our guy, when you were there, you were there. You weren't there for six months or a year and then gone. We were all there for six, seven, eight years. Well, some of these are not even that. Some, like Taryn Terrell went, was there in August and gone by November. You know, like I mean, Jim I mean, Cornette, they made him a, a head of authority figure and he was gone within a few months. So. Through the Dixie years, I'm saying, you know what I mean? We oh, were yeah. there forever. We were there for right. six, seven years and we thought we were their competition. Whether yeah. right or wrong, that's what we thought. You guys, yeah, I mean, and you guys were the closest thing for a long time. Yeah. 
kind of man just uh so who's headed to the wwe of the the group that have left impact is it confirmed all three or it has to be ec3 right yeah ec3 is seems like a no-brainer lashley seems like a no-brainer to me yeah. he had some heat with wwe with the way he left and and uh it had to do with his wife right though yeah but he, he he got directly involved and that's why he requested his release uh was over that whole thing and you know stuff with michael hayes but you know it's been what like 10 years now it's a long time yeah and i mean it just seems like if you're looking for opponents for lesnar you know like we were talking about last time that seems like a a, a no-brainer and i can't believe i'm about to say this sentence but physically more impressive looking yeah absolutely and you can argue that he has a better mma record lesnar's fought more top quality guys but yes yeah i mean just looking at the the record itself without looking at who they fought you know lashley's got the better record yeah but i mean he's gotten really good bobby became a good worker actually yeah he he, he kind of found his character i felt like in tna like like when we when i came back we did eight man tag bobby was calling shit out there i was really impressed with it actually Bobby was the guy you had to lead through every single match. And no disrespect to Bobby, but when he first started, much like when I first started, he was the quote-unquote broomstick that someone like a Ric Flair or Kurt Angle could have that match with. All of us big guys are when we first start. Mm. You know, we need to be led through all these matches because uh, we're big stiffs at first. But, uh, <laughs> but Bobby was always, you know what I mean? I was very impressed with how much he had grown. He is a worker now. Like, he really is. Yeah. So if we had to predict Royal Rumble weekend coming up less than two weeks away. Wow, all the possibilities. Well, so you think Ricochet at TakeOver in the audience teasing it? And then mm. either EC3 or Bobby at the Rumble, maybe? I think EC3. Uh, I don't does, know if... Does is EC3 he, garner that reaction, guys? That's exactly Rumble? what I was going to say. Is he a big enough star to get anything at the Rumble outside of... If they gave him a full run as himself, he could, but he needs all that first. You know what I mean? Bobby's the one who could come in right away and get a reaction. Exactly. But Bobby, so according to PW Insider, Bobby wouldn't be available to February 1st, so that rules out the Royal Rumble. Gotcha. Ugh. Yeah. How much would it cost him? What would it cost him? I'm, <laughs> I'm sure not much. I'm sure he could just do it, and they're not going to do, do you know it. What, I mean? like, like, what would happen? <laughs> Can Impact yeah. afford to file a lawsuit? That sounds horrible. I love my old company. See, there's all my pictures in the background. I'm so proud of TNA when I was there. Yeah. You know what I mean? But at the end of the day, you're right. Can they afford to take him to court? <laughs> no. Yeah. I don't think so. But oh, um, traffic ticket. I'm joking. <laughs> <laughs> well, maybe EC3 uh, will debut the night after the Raw after the Rumble. That would be a good night to, to do that. Um, and then Bobby. I, I think EC3 I could see at NXT as well. I would love but that. I think he needs to go through the NXT system. Think so? Yeah, just to get that name recognition. Because most people are not going to yeah. know who he is. I mean, you look at Woken, this Woken Matt Hardy stuff. And part of that is the booking. But it hardly got any reaction tonight. And um, well, the key is did it get it the first time they tried it? Did it get that reaction? Sorry, and and it did. It did. Remember. Yeah, that's true. But he he's not gonna he'd be better so much better off at uh, NXT. He could really show everybody like, how much he's improved. He could run that show. He really yeah. could. He's oh, awesome yeah. on the mic. And then now you've got you know what I mean a bona fide star that they think they kind of fucking molded, and uh, they bring him up to TV and he gets his fair shot. Hopefully. Hopefully they don't name him Derek Bateman again. Uh, what does that sound like? It sounds like a porn star name, right? No, it's like the 80s TV show. They took like the Jason, Jason Bateman, Bateman, Jason and Bateman and Derek. From, no, his character was Derek on Silver Spoons. Derek from Silver Jason Spoons. Bateman wasn't on Silver Spoons. That's yeah, Ricky Schroeder. Ricky no, Schroeder. 
Jason I, Bateman I, I, was on Silver Spoons as a character named Derek for the first two seasons. He was like the bad influence. Really? Yeah, and he left to do his own show, my favorite sitcom of all time, It's Your Move, starring Jason Bateman, where he played essentially the same character, like a scheming Ferris Bueller type. Who was that one? Valerie and the Hogan family, that or was, was that later? That was which is the one where they did the Grateful Dead concert? It was all skeleton bones. That was Eat Your Move, the that best sitcom show. ever made. That was, yes, okay, that was really good. All the and episodes was, are on YouTube. Are you sure Jason Valerie. Bateman? Yeah. Yeah. All right. Yeah. Because I knew I, I know him from like Valerie and the Hogan. That was that. Yeah, he was on that. Okay. Yep. Yeah. He did Teen Inter Wolf Two. Yes, Teen Wolf Two. <laughs> yeah. And then yes. he didn't work a lot for ten years after Teen Wolf Two. Uh, yeah. But then made the comeback with the rest of development. Rest of development. Yep. That was awesome. Yeah. Glenn, good okay. job for once with your worthless <laughs> Cliff Clavin from Cheers Knowledge. Yeah. <laughs> I love It's Your Move. Uh, and the Dregs of Humanity was the name of the All Skeleton Band. That but real quick, what I was going to say, too, because they're bringing Drew McIntyre up as soon as he's back. So that's a, you know, so the, you need some more guys to fill out NXT at the top. You only got Adam Cole, Aleister Black, and uh, uh, Andrade almost right now. So it, it, it adds a lot to put EC3 in that mix. Yeah. So before we jump into Raw, we should probably address the news that they did not address on Raw, rather the, the rumors that they didn't address on Raw tonight. So they did address that Paige is medically not cleared to participate in the Women's Royal Rumble. However, the internet was on fire this weekend with the rumor saying her career, her entering career, at least with the WWE, is over. It is. What? It is. Who's? Pages. Why? They're not going to clear her. Their WWE doctor is not going to clear Paige after this latest neck injury. So she she took um, – so it's the spot that they've been doing at all these house shows. So Bailey would do the spot sometimes. Sasha's done it before uh, where Paige is turned around and they kick her in the, you know, in the back. And then she falls forward. So she had collapsed, um, was it like two weeks ago at a, at a live event? Hasn't wrestled since. Uh, had trouble getting back to her feet. Finally was able to go to the back on her own. Um, it's not clear what the what condition she has or exactly what happened, but the WWE doctors will not clear her. So, um, forever? Yeah, forever. How could that's you it. say that? How could they say that? That's forever? what they said with Daniel Bryan, too. I thought Daniel wasn't. Apparently, Daniel it's something that they say they think is permanent that she can't. I thought get it back was more concussed related. Yeah, so related. Daniel Bryan's is concussion, but Paige is his neck and some, some neck injury How that. It's just, I, th I mean, it's the same thing that happened to Edge, where he had the the neck injury, and they said that he can uh, he can wrestle again. Well, I don't know. Sometimes I think they get out of their own way with this stuff. I mean, we should be I, for some. The PC part of me says we should be uh, applauding them for caring about their wrestlers, right? But then there's part of me going, this this woman needs to make a livelihood. This is how she makes her livelihood. This is how she makes her money. Like, can it be up to the talent sometimes to sign that, to make that deal with the devil that, hey, you know what? I'm jeopardizing my life, but so effing be it. That's my decision to make. Now, I think as a publicly traded company, you don't want to take that risk where if something does <sighs> yeah. happen uh, and you knew about the injury and you let her wrestle anyway, even though. So, so. does Stone Cold come back from that stuff, you know, from, from the pile driver from, you know, Owen Hart? It's a different time now because now That's they're way more. Oh, yeah, probably not. Um, because so many doctors were telling him he couldn't wrestle, he shouldn't wrestle again. Yeah, and uh, yeah, I, I, I guess it all depends which doctor you listen to. And ultimately, the WWE doctor is the the final guy. And if you know, if he says no, even though all the other doctors say yes, like Daniel yeah. Bryan, 
that's that's what sticks. And like I said, PC wise, I mean, I see why they're doing it, and we should at the end of the day kind of applaud it. But as far as you know, a friend of yours that you want, not that I don't want the best for her health wise, that sounds horrible <laughs> to me. Yeah, keep going. Don't worry about your neck; it'll be fine. Um, but like that's how that's how they make their money. You know what I mean? And it's like, yeah, sometimes. You can get, but I've had so many concussions, it's not even funny. I've had literally over 16 concussions, and I've never once bitched about it or complained about it. Or not, and I don't have any, I have not had any adverse effects from it, thank God. Um, you know, but I'm donating my brain once I pass away to SLI. And we'll see, maybe Matt Morgan was, you know, some friggin' raging lunatic <laughs> in my brain, and nobody knew about it. Um, you know what I mean? But what I'm saying is, like, it's, I just feel like it's my decision. Some of it needs to be the town's decision because that's their livelihood that they put all their freaking eggs in that basket. Well, here's the thing. I mean, she could wrestle outside of WWE. So as a female, where is she going to go make money? No, that's the thing. That's that's the business. That's the reality of the business right now. TNA for a year. We'll give them good money. If, then they'll screw her out of the rent. They'll, 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 come, they'll t- say they need to take a pay cut because they can't afford it anymore. <laughs> That's what they it, do. And who knows when her contract's up if, if where what their situation would be, you know? So it's messed up. I mean, it's uh, it's unfortunate. The the one thing is that Paige is so talented that you could use her in other roles. And I and oh, some, yeah. there's people in the chat oh, asking yeah. why That's WWE didn't announce her retirement. I have a feeling they're not going to. I can almost see them just keeping her in this role with absolution as kind of their, Why not? their mouthpiece. Oh, and, she's uh, great. Yeah. You know what? That'd be that'd be really cool actually. You know, if she can make that money while just doing that, yeah. that's even better. Yeah, absolutely. You don't have to take bumps. And, right. Yeah. And she, yeah, and she's great on the mic if they ever and you know, people have suggested a coaching role. So there's there's a ton of stuff, but as of right now, she's great. She's of all the women on Raw, I think she's the best. Uh, she's a realist. She's the realest one. People yeah. they use that word all the time. I hate it. Like, I'm real. Yeah, yeah. I'm the real. You know what I mean? They always talk about being real, but she legitimately is very real when I whenever I watch her. Yeah, you buy her character. It's not like a you, you don't feel like you're just watching someone act. So she's, exactly. she's fantastic. Yeah. So it's um, a really unfortunate, really tragic. A lot of people are giving Sasha crap, but they've been doing this spot, you know, at live events. If Paige yeah. had a problem with doing it, she, you know, they wouldn't have been doing it. They've been doing it night and night night out. There have been nights when Bailey's done it. Um, to to put this in perspective, I, I I got the same reaction. I've talked to Joe. I've talked to AJ. I've talked to lots of guys, and uh, nobody has any you know ill ill feelings towards Sasha because it was one of those. It'd be like one of them told me it'd be like if they went to headbutt me right, and it was like that one time. You know what I mean. That, that it gave me a concussion, let's say, because he didn't put his thumb in the way properly. And it's that one time that gives me that one concussion that sets me on my 17th concussion, and now I can't wrestle ever again, and I'm waking up throwing up every morning. Well, that was just a routine headbutt. Right. That's the same thing with the stuff that Sasha, you know what I mean, had done. This is something they'd done a million times, and it was just a freak occurrence, freak accident, freak timing, and, and everything. Yeah, it really is, shoot is an accent. She's good. Sasha is not a careless worker, guys, by any stretch of the imagination, for those of you giving her shit. She's one of the top of the top of the top girls as far as being careful and making her shit look good at the same time. It happens to the best of the best. Do you remember yeah. that year that AJ Styles is like two two different Killing wrestlers? with the Styles Clash, apparently? Yeah, like he's been doing it yeah. his whole career. It's been fine. And then in one year, it was like Lionheart and uh, uh, Yoshitatsu, right? Um, drove me nuts by the way it's yeah. the fuck it's the okay it's a little weird when you're upside down in that in that maneuver mm-hmm. and for the record i swear to you i've taken that 
I swear to you, I took that. Um, and he's had to really jack me up like super high up his body. So not much of my head was dragging on the mat. But <clears throat> you tuck your head in the opposite way you normally would for any other bump. Okay, you know that going into that. AJ's very clear about that. Just yeah. go, you don't tuck your head. That's it. And the guy's like, whoa, by nature, you want to tuck your head? I'm like, Lionheart, you bitch, shut up. <laughs> you're, you're, trying, you're giving my boy all this un, un, unjust heat that he's been doing this move for 35 years, and you're the, shut up. Yeah. Yeah, it's like Samoa Joe with the muscle buster just that one time, freak accidents. They just happened. Yes, that's a great example, too. Yeah. Yes. You yeah. can also see AJ kind of looks down, because like when Ellsworth tried to tuck, AJ does like a slightly modified version to make it a little less impactful in that area. Yeah. He doesn't think it's clear. He's very careful. Yeah. yeah. It's a, he talks to you. It's not, it's not hard. It's just you going against your natural want to protect your head. Now, here's, here's my one issue. Why would Paige agree to be taking those blind bumps, you know, like the kick to the back? And it's like Daniel Bryan when he came back from, you know, his injury and he's taking these stupid bumps on his head and, and <laughs> doing the headbutts in the, you know, at that WrestleMania ladder match. It's like, man, did, you don't have to prove to yourself that you're 100% right off the bat. Ease, you know, ease back question. into it. <laughs> I think that's a great question. I think part of it is them testing themselves. Can I still go full tilt? And then it's like when I tore my pec and I came back, you know, I, I, I went to the gym. I immediately was trying to go, I was trying to work on chest. You idiot. Why would you work on chest? You just <laughs> tore it. Give it a freaking six months. It ain't going to kill you. You know, but yeah. no, I've got, you know what I mean? It's just, it's just athletes thing in our head. For us to feel 100% safe about a prior injury, it's like we have to attack it ourselves right away. It's really weird. Yeah. Yeah, it no. It is. You see, you see it. And being detached from it, you know, I'm just like, just ease into it. Get, you know? Especially but, Daniel, you would think. Yeah, yeah. I remember he had this match with Luke Harper when he came back after that long absence. And he was like dropped right on his head. And it was yeah. just the nastiest looking bump. And it was. Oh, man. So we're going to talk about Raw in a moment, but first I want to take a minute and thank the sponsor of this episode, which is Dollar Already? Shave Club. Well, I figured now was a good time, Matt. You know, we talked about the news. We teased Raw. A lot to talk about with Raw. That's but talk about. <laughs> we're going to talk about Dollar Shave Club DSC. You've heard us talk about how much we love getting our shaves from our Dollar Shave Club razors, especially using their Dr. Carver shave butter. And I'm here to tell you, never giving up my membership because in fact, I'm adding even more DSC products to my daily routine. They make products for your hair, your face, your skin, the shower, everything you need. They have you looking and feeling amazing. Raj, have you tried all other stuff yet? I've done all of it, yep. Yeah, it's crazy. So what, what do they have? So what do they have? They got the razors? <laughs> they got uh... the, th the thick razor heads, guys, not the crap first one they give you, the, the, the bigger ones. Yeah, they got the razor, they got a body cleanser, uh, they got hair gel, and they even got butt wipes. What? Say it again what? for the people, <laughs> just so they can fully understand that. Butt wipes, but... not just the be best 80s insult, it's an actual thing. A butt wipe. Oh, God. A butt wipe. Yeah. <laughs> so, um, so you, for all you fathers of kids out there, don't act like you don't use your kids when you're in there and you see them. Yeah. You get one of those, one that's going forever. That you're changing your kid's diaper with, is what I mean. Yeah. Yeah. It's the same thing, guys. So don't. Yeah. Hey, hey yeah, that so science is on to something because Dollar Shave Club, seriously, I mean, they've got you covered from head to toe. No to more tail. annoying trips to the store and head to toe and tail. <laughs> No more annoying trips to the store, <laughs> cruising up and down the aisles, looking at shelf upon shelf, going, what the hell is that? And what do I do with it? 
They've got everything you need. And now is a great time to give Dollar Shave Club a try. You can get your first month of the best razor along with travel size versions of the shave butter, the body cleanser, and yes, even the butt wipes for just $5. After that, you get replacement cartridges shipped for just a few bucks a month. It's the DSC starter set and you can get yours for $5 exclusively at dollarshaveclub.com slash INC. That's dollarshaveclub.com slash INC. Uh, and folks, this is, you know, the most intimate discussion we've perhaps had on Wrestling Inc. But take it <laughs> take it from me, take it from Raj, take it from Mr. Matt Morgan, butt wipes, Dollar Shave Club. And, and you know, we all have beards right now. Um, but I, you know, I keep my stuff clean. I, I, you know, shave my neck and I use Dollar Shave Club for that. So just like, you know, keeping it uh, maintained and trimmed, it uh, it works. So I, the kids call it tight. You keep it tight. Keep it tight. That's what it is. <laughs> yeah, seriously. So glad to have them as a sponsor. <laughs> so impressed with everything I've tried from them. DollarShaveClub.com slash inc, and we thank them for sponsoring the podcast. Yeah, we started. I started using what was probably in like eight months, and I've never switched back after. So I've been using them. It's all great. Everything I get from them. So as hosts, they send us samples of the product. And I oh, check do it out. Well, <laughs> must be nice. <laughs> we need to work Matt more into the ads. Get him some product. I uh, don't but get I'm telling you anything. I end up. Did you get? Uh, I'll, I'll ask you off there. But uh, I end up going and ordering more of it because I like the stuff they send us so much. I'm like, oh, I actually have to subscribe to this. I need to get this myself. It's all fantastic. They're a great their sponsor. Their blades last longer than they even tell you they last. I'm a testament to it because I'm lazy about going to uh, my medicine cabinet and getting new ones. And I'm telling you right now, those things last forever. Yeah. Absolutely great stuff. So Raw tonight opened with a look back on Braun Strowman bringing down the structure on top of Kane, mm -hmm. trashing uh, Brock Lesnar backstage last week. And Braun comes out to a pop, <clears throat> met by Kurt Angle, who essentially uh, tells him, hey, you're out of the triple threat at Royal Rumble, and by the way, you're fired. <laughs> um, yeah, this was one of those that, you know, it's clearly BS, but it was a hot start. It was interesting. You're kind of curious which way they were going to go. Yeah. So I, I liked it. Yeah. Last, week, last week, though, I mean, really, where would he just grab a grappling hook from? <laughs> Like, come on, of all the shit that's backstage, there's not a grappling hook. Where the rope attached. Well, it's like, why are kendo sticks under the ring? <laughs> you because know? you never know what's going to happen if there's a hardcore match. I've, that's what I always thought as a fan. Yeah, okay. Because right. you don't the use ring. them to help build a ring. No, 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 no. Yeah. I always assume it's weaponry that's under the ring. All right. Because there's a hardcore match coming up later that night, potentially. All right. All right. That, <laughs> that, that, that's that does tie up a loose end. But that yeah. is what I thought as a fan. Now, a grappling hook that he just walks by? Come on. I mean, unless homeboy's going mountain climbing on himself. Get it? The mountain. Um, you know what I mean? I, I, don't, I don't know. It was a far stretch for me. Yeah. And then him doing his, after he just made the set go down on somebody. That's not something he would really do in real life. It would not be. Um, but that said, um, they're booking him, I, in my opinion, they're doing really good as far as how they're booking him, keeping, shit, keeping things simple. And making him look strong. And his promo tonight was good. He's got confidence now, you could tell a little bit. He's calmed down on his nonverbals. Like, he always had this habit, whether it's a promo or he had to stand still after doing something, where he'd start licking his lips nervously or, or he'd, like, do this. I notice everything. Um, he would do, like, this slight head nod thing he would start doing. He stopped himself tonight. I watched it. So he's getting comfortable. He really is. And uh, he's got the fans. He's, oh, yeah. 
he's going against the grain in a major way, being an almost seven foot baby face, and it's working. It's amazing in 2018 that it's able to work, but it is. And um, yeah, like you said though, Raj, I ain't buying. Nobody's buying that his homeboy's getting fired or <laughs> not going to be in the match or right. what not. Yeah, but that means that Braun smashing stuff is just it. it get you going. <laughs> That's how you, you know. It's how you get him over, man. Yeah. It's just like Mark Henry used to bend like a freaking what was that frying pan? I remember being shoot impressed as a as a fan. I'm like, yeah. Oh. <laughs> like that's how you get guys over just that simple stuff right. well so let's talk about this this storyline since this was a through line throughout the night tonight so braun backstage escorted out by security uh says uh no and then proceeds to trash like five of those guys <laughs> backstage just throwing them everywhere ends up going in the production room um messing stuff up you know well before that went to catering helped himself to a piece of chocolate cake ruined kurt hawkins meal of all things. And then, uh, yes, ends up in the production booth um, outside of the truck and uh, had him trying to tip a semi over at one point, all before going to attacking Michael Cole, giving him like a power wedgie and throwing him <laughs> around for a bit. Uh, then Kurt Angle saying Stephanie McMahon called and it's cool, Braun, you're hired. You're back. You're back in the match. Um, yeah. Path the of destruction. The production truck part was weak. Like he goes in, doesn't do anything. You know, like... Uh, if you're teasing that, you should have him do something. Otherwise, don't have him go in it at all. You know what I mean? Have a fake, have a fake thing go off, like on the soundboard, a fake pyro, yeah. or something go off to make it look like he broke something, or headbutt through a TV screen, something. Because otherwise, there's really not much you can do in there. Yeah, there isn't much a, to play with in there. So why bring it in? Yeah, exactly. That's what I was saying. They shouldn't have even mentioned it. Because then he he tipped over the trailer, which was not part of you know, which there was no equipment in there production equipment so yeah and then this one they they rushed that like it wasn't like the ambulance where they built up to it and when it finally happened you're like right. holy crap they it did too fast where like the you, impact just wasn't there it was like you flipped over a table. right yeah yeah exactly you know yeah i thought it was very interesting um that Corey graves chastising stephanie for hiring him back but that was kind of interesting to have the heel commentator Corey doesn't know what he is from match yeah, to match. That's probably true. Times. Like he's like <laughs> booing Elias, but cheering the Miz, you know, like, uh, and then Booker is, you know, for <laughs> Elias and then against Jason Jordan and then a baby face announcer for other matches. So uh, they're, they're just, that's they're just all over the place. He, okay. He throws it off a little bit when he starts. Well, wait a minute. Jason Jordan's going to be ultimately heel. So technically he is playing it. True. Straight. True. By by liking all the heels, is there any baby faces cheering for now? Uh, Booker, Corey. Uh, uh, da, 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 da. Well, he he boos Elias, like he's always giving Elias a hard time. That's, Elias yeah. a face though? No, he's a heel. Oh, oh, I see what you're saying. I see what you're saying. Yeah, yeah. 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 Maybe um, yeah. Uh, by the way, I watched uh, that straight to the source with him and Enzo. Yeah, that was great. Uncomfortable. Uncomfortable. Best word to use for that. Enzo's um, awesome. Yeah, he is awesome. <laughs> he really is. You, because he he was it was that kind of character. You couldn't tell where he was being in character and where that's him. And I think all the great wrestling personalities have that. Yeah, he's a little too ready with his little rhymes. <laughs> um, you know what I mean? Yeah, but yeah. but like, where you're like, what, dude? That's not even that's not even funny. But. You know what I mean? Oh, you know the whole landscape of the entire thing was great. Yeah, yeah. he's a star. He is a star. 
He's uh, living kayfabe more than anyone else. Did you see that thing with the TMZ stopping him at the airport, asking him about yeah. Ronda Rousey? Yeah. 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 Uh, real quick about this, the Strowman stuff. I thought this felt like, at least for a while, it felt like the old Attitude Era shows where you'd have Austin mm. just going crazy, you know, during the night, you know, doing different stuff. Or, you know, you'd have like the different ongoing uh, segments. You know what's crazy is though, there's nothing that can really be done anymore that we haven't seen. Right. You know what I mean? So back then, we were all seeing that shit for the first time, essentially, yeah. a lot of that stuff. Concrete and Vince's vet. The you beer, know what I mean? The beer bash. The beer bash, him sitting in Vince's office with his feet up on his desk. Like, that was fun. You know, that was our first times for that stuff. They do a couple of things here. Like with Braun, they'll, they'll do some stuff you haven't really seen. Yeah, that's true. The, the grappling gimmick, I make fun of it. The, the ambulance, right. right? Yeah, the ambulance. <laughs> or him having Roman on the stretcher and flinging him off the off the platform. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> <laughs> it was kind of weird, though, Kurt talking about he was going to call the police. So we called the police off. Like, I have to expect to see Kurt backstage was, like, trying to shoot him with, like, a tranquilizer dart or something. Uh, <laughs> bring him down. The fans turned on Kurt tonight for this yeah. stuff. I mean, they were legit yeah. chanting, you suck, not chanting... You know, That's in, really in impressive. Way. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, so Braun's back in the Royal Rumble triple threat, people. Don't worry. Yeah. His career is safe for the with the WWE for now. Um, so the first uh, match we had of the night was Titus Worldwide versus Ugh. The Bar. Um, <laughs> distraction by Jason Jordan allowing Titus Worldwide to win. Titus Worldwide, 2018. 15 days in, folks. Yeah. They're on a roll. Um. You got, I mean, I think if depending on what they do next week, I think they could end up turning that tag match into a triple threat at the Royal Rumble. I'm gonna see a four way at this point. Raj, did you have that theory originally? Yeah, 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 I was saying that, but now I'm almost thinking a four way because then you had uh Gallus and Anderson, Gallus and Anderson. so yeah. the you know, the fact that they're having them all kind of you know get involved, that. so I could see them turning it into a four way with those teams, yeah. Um, I like Jason Jordan coming out doing the distraction with Seth, so. Let's talk for a second about this because there were rumors online about Jason Jordan suffering an injury this weekend, but that appears to maybe, if even if it was the case, they anticipate he'll be back in time for the Rumble. Yeah, yeah. So it's apparently nothing too serious, but like he didn't work tonight, he didn't work the weekend live events. Um, but yeah, they didn't pull him out of the match or anything, and he looked he looked fine. So I don't think it was a flu or anything. We'll we'll see. There's a yeah. bunch of other, several other wrestlers had the flu, like uh, Sonya Deville, <coughs> excuse me, Mandy Rose. So, yeah, it's been going around. It's that time of year. Um, we had Cedric Alexander versus Tony Nese. Tony Nese accompanied by Enzo, cutting a bit of a promo ahead of time. Cedric Alexander accompanied by Goldust. Um, I think I'm onto something tonight, folks, that I'm not sure the crowd so much loves Enzo. They just really love doing that soft chant because when Goldust... You know, when they were doing it, the crowd was, was doing it almost as loud as they did with Enzo. When Cedric did it? Yeah. Um, you know, it's funny. Like, Goldust, uh, when, he, when he comes out when, without not being in this cruiserweight mix, he doesn't get any reaction. But, like, when Cedric is teasing someone coming out and it's Goldust, he gets one. And I think it's just because they're relieved that it's not another cruiserweight coming out. It's <laughs> someone they know. Yeah, exactly. Someone they see as a st at least they're like, okay, at least it's a star, not you know someone they don't you know, someone from two hundred five live. So, yeah, I mean this cruiserweight division is just it's just watching a beating a dead horse. 
Yeah. Um, so they did. Uh, Cedric did win. Pick that up. And of course, Cedric is going to have his rematch with Enzo at the Royal Rumble. But let's let's uh, dive a little deeper into a match and talk about this one specifically. Oscar versus Nia Jax. So, Matt, I know you've talked about this before in terms of how they're booking Asuka and her dominance, but this tonight, I mean, this was even more balanced than her match against Emma. Do you think it was the right call to do uh, this competitive of a match at this point? They shouldn't be touching. Okay? So, like, I can't get past the point, the part that they're even touching. All right? They're supposed to be on the opposite ends of the spectrum, North Pole, South Pole. They meet in the middle a year from now. Okay? That's the way that's supposed to work. It's different brands even. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Um, that's how much they should not be near one another. But I got to answer your stuff in the context that I watched tonight. They're now obviously working each other. Um, I'll say uh, I just want a different point. Nia Jax is starting to really impress me. Mm-hmm. Her, 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 I watched a, a promo she did that was like on WWE.com exclusive. She was, she gotten, she's gotten very comfortable. Um, she gave like a really smart alecky, uh, smart ass answer to – uh, the reporter guy whose name I never can remember Mike Mike or something like that. Yeah. <laughs> she, she just, she's, she's improved a lot as a character. You know, I'm actually really impressed because I thought she was a lost hope. I really did. Um, but uh, she's improved. And uh, the match tonight was what it was. It's not what I want to see. I mean, I don't know how to answer that. I, I don't want to see these two working right now. I, you know, so not because they're not good or anything. I just, I just feel like, it's not where it could be, you know? Mm-hmm. Well, and they shouldn't, I don't think they should pick a winner between them at this point. I think that it diminishes. I mean, they kind of didn't. Them. Yeah. I mean, no. they yeah, kind of yeah. got out of it. It was just a time filler. Nothing happened. A way to continue Naya and Enzo. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Which, telling you, man, uh, people keep. I, I still think that's got potential. I mean, it's a shame they're not going to be in the mixed match challenge together, but. Uh, is How is that? Is. Why aren't they? They took Enzo out when he had the flu uh, or whatever it was two weeks ago. They just said, oh, he can't compete. Even though he was back by the time they were still announcing teams. That's stupid. So it made no sense. Yeah. Um, so Naya's with so uh, Apollo. Uh, so I don't know if you noticed tonight. No so less real than- quick, the, the ending of the match, Naya was outside the ring, hurt her leg. Got her. You know, and yeah. uh, they stopped. She was trying to get in the ring, you know, trying to put weight on the leg. Couldn't. They stopped the match. It was all storyline for anyone wondering. And, um, yeah, that was it. Oscar, Oscar wins, but because of no, yeah. Naya couldn't continue. No less than three times tonight did they use a new phrase to refer to Naya. I don't know if you picked up on this. Thank you to Biggie3311 uh, in the chat for reminding me. Irresistible force. An irresistible force like Nia Jax. Hmm. They said that uh-huh. at least three times during the match tonight. Um, yeah, I mean, I think uh, this is versus a big the point. immovable object. Yes, yes, but irresistible force. That's uh, not the usual no, that's, phrase. That's, it's irresistible it force versus the immovable object. Yeah. Is it irresistible force? Mm-hmm. Yes. Hulk Hogan versus Andre Giant. Go back and watch it. Gorilla calls I'm it. And Hogan and the Warrior. They use that too, right? Yeah. Yeah. Irresistible force. Really used to say that all the time. Three times this evening for Naya. But it's supposed to be reserved for two big, humongous beings. Yeah. And uh, well, I guess Asuka's built up as that, right? You know, she physically isn't, you know? Yeah. Yeah. 
thought that was interesting tonight. Um, so after that match, we went to Alexa Bliss consoling her backstage, Enzo consoling Nia along uh, as well, and then Enzo and Nia pairing off and telling Alexa to scoot. Um, <laughs> Jason Jordan backstage with Kurt Angle. I loved this tonight. Real quick, Him, uh, real quick about Alexa Bliss, yeah. man. She's really been pushed to the side, you know, oh, over yeah. the last couple months as women's champion. You forget that she holds that title. She's kind of doing nothing. Where, where is this coming from? What do you mean? She's minding her own business, and you just attacked her out of nowhere. We're not even talking about her. We're talking about Jason Jordan. No, Alexa Bliss. We're talking about well, the... She was in the segment immediately preceding. Yeah, uh, right, right before. she was. I think her... Yeah. What she do to you? No, I'm saying I'd like for them to use her better. I don't like I don't like with the women's division how they don't even they just treat the champion no, agree, as uh, as uh, just fodder. If they're yeah. yeah. Well, I'll tell you. I don't know if you looked at the bracket, the schedule, the teams for the mixed match challenge, nope. along with the charities. <laughs> but Alexa Bliss teaming with Braun Strowman, wrestling uh, for the charity Connor's Cure. I going to call it at this point i think they're winning the mixed match challenge either that or bobby Roode and charlotte because they got like the the girls club or something like that right and they're on this big female uh kick. Oh, what up what, no, what about the breast cancer one who has that uh apollo and naya this is so weird like that you have a scripted thing with real charities you know but those are the ones they give the most to oh you... what about make a wish is make a wish one of them i don't think make a wish was one of them could you imagine pitching these charities being like, hey, would you like to be a name? part of this? We're scripting this other charity to win 100 grand, but you could get 10 grand. You know, I mean, it's just kind of a weird well, thing to unless that 100 grand thing is a work and they really are just splitting all that money evenly between these you know, 10 charities. OK, yeah, then that's different. But imagine if they don't, if it's a work. They don't. The charity thinks they're getting 100 grand and they don't get it. <laughs> right. They're like, oh, we made a booking change. That's horrible. <laughs> They're probably just actually they're probably just giving each charity a hundred grand. It's tax deductible for the WWE. Yeah, exactly. That's sure. Yeah, that makes sense. I'm sure That's someone really like David yeah. Bixenspan will do a records request of WWE financials in a year, and we'll find out they gave them all the same amount of money. Um, but just the full list, just so we have it: Bailey and Elias are wrestling no. on behalf of Americares. Uh, Jimmy Uso and Naomi for the Boys and Girls Club. Real Alex, life couple uh, there. Yeah, uh, Alexa Bliss and Braun Strowman for Connor's Cure. Don't care. Bobby Roode and Charlotte Flair for Girl Up, a United Nations Foundation oh, initiative. Lana <laughs> and Rusev for the Global Citizen. Another real-life couple. Please yeah, don't oh. turn off our podcast, everybody. Hey, Mixed Match <laughs> Challenge, Matt. This is hot, man. This is going to be on Facebook Live. I'm about to pick up the pace tomorrow for you, night. Listen, that one excitement. Alicia Fox and Goldust uh, on behalf of Higher Heroes USA, their uh, charity that empowers U.S. military members to get jobs. Uh, Biggie and Carmella Kaboom, which is a childhood charity for play spaces. Make-A-Wish. Uh, Make-A-Wish is being represented by Natalia and Shinsuke, but they're up tomorrow against Finn Balor and Sasha Banks wrestling on behalf of Special Olympics. God, the promos those guys did for this match are just, just god-awful. Yeah. Oscar and the Miz, uh, Rescue Dogs Rock, uh, Becky Lynch and Sami Zayn for UNICEF, uh, Apollo and Nia for Susan G. Komen, and that's that's all the teams tomorrow night. Sasha and Finn versus Natalia and Shinsuke on Facebook. <laughs> okay, Matt, wake up. We have more we Raw to so talk much about. Time in the beginning of Raw, why nobody cares about this mixed challenge? <laughs> <laughs> 
social media blowing up with people talking about the mix match challenge okay matt i know you're interested in this let's talk about the revival versus uh Good two call, local yes. enhancement talent aaron solo and ricky starks more one of them uh bailey's fiance but afterwards the revival cutting that promo they are not sports entertainers they are professional wrestlers, wrestlers. that's the first time they've used professional wrestler on wwe tv and forever that i can remember yeah somebody Maybe. got it in in the last few years they'll but, see but, yeah announced team but i was gonna say real quick this was great fantastic i wasn't happy it was enhancement talent though these guys are feed them a different team i don't care who it is um they're great um their promo was money on the end um they played all their strengths, and, and, and we're finally getting to what we got in NXT as far as who they are, their identity. To think about it, the promo is supposed to be about who, what, when, where, and why. Why you should want to come pay and see them, basically. They gave us who they were tonight. There's no question about it. We now know who they are. So we've been exposed to uh, layer one of the onion, if you will, as far as their characters go. Before, we just knew what we knew from NXT from them and Corey Graves talking about them and hyping them up on the announce booth. But other than that, we didn't, hear, we didn't know much about them from them because they always got hurt or something bad would happen. Um, so it was good to, to see them get that, that, that mic time, and I thought they made the most of it. I really did. Homeboy needs to get himself a little bit tighter, though. Yeah, they a little bit. He's a little bit droopy in his stomach more than normal and i know he's have to be a bodybuilder type i'm a fan of him not being a body bodybuilder type actually the bald one i forget his name not um the bald one with the with the fu manchu arn anderson uh, without the hair arn yeah, anderson without the hair that's him yeah you're right he dawson that's dawson. tighten up tighten yeah. up just a little bit yeah. yeah um i man i don't think that's what's going on i think <laughs> I think they. What's going on? I think they got this match and they did that promo, so they get their asses handed to them by DX next week on Raw 25, and that's all. That's the only reason oh, sure. this match was done. I don't think it, it was to sure. give them something or give them a push. I think it was just to set up an angle for next week where they get smashed. And uh, I that hope I'm be, wrong. All the other the other tag teams are all being used. That could make sense. Yeah. So I hope I'm wrong, but um, the. Uh, the fact that they bring him back randomly and they're asked specifically about next week it, and they, you know, kind although, of... although you're, you're really uh, uh, missing the potential hook of having Valor Club come out with DX doing the whole two sweet bullshit, you know what I mean? Mm -hmm. And connecting those guys, giving them Hunter thinking he's given the Valor Club the rub with DX and out comes uh, Seamus and Cesaro to eat it. I, I don't, yeah, I don't, I, I if if I'm thinking of you know with with Vince when they when they bury these guys for these legends, it's always a Damien Sandow or Heat Slater, not usually their current <clears throat> champs. But we'll see. I mean, that's just the impression I got from watching how it played out. Was that yeah. I like how Booker said these guys are out to make a name for themselves for the Starks, and they never even announced their names, right? <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Oh really? Oh. Jesus, that's brutal. Yeah. Yep. Anyway. Booker's horrible. I hate to say it, but Booker's horrible. Corey hasn't been that great lately. But hey, we got Tom Phillips tonight when Michael Cole was too shook to compete. Yeah. Or to, to commentate, rather, um, after his incident with Braun. So Elias was out, sang a little song about the Royal Rumble, and introduced The Miz, who talked about his rematch with Roman Reigns. That's going to happen next week on Raw 25, not on the Royal Rumble. Is that correct? Right. Okay. 
Um, so Roman Reigns had a two-on-one handicap match against Curtis Axel and Bo Dallas devolved into chaos, but Roman did end up winning, spearing Axel for the pin. Matt, what do you think of this feud and the Miz being back now? Oh, you're on mute. Oh, Matt, we can't hear you. Oh, there you don't. go. Sorry. Love Miz being back. Love his promo again tonight. Did not. Mr. Raj, I can't take seriously. Do you yeah, know what I mean? So, so I don't know. And it went, went too, way too long for what was an obvious ending. Again, yeah. these matches should not go two segments when you know exactly who's going to win. Yeah, I agree with that. Did you guys uh, watch so, this Real quick with oh, Elias's promo. Oh, so yeah. it looks like they're going to be subbing Elias in for Samoa Joe. So for Samoa, John Cena. Yeah, so because Samoa Joe was supposed to be facing uh, Cena and Roman Reigns for like the IC title and, and I think feuding with Cena before WrestleMania. Samoa Joe's injured, um, had the right foot injury. What did injury. he do? I didn't know this. When yeah, last week he got a right foot injury and went in for an MRI. They never disclosed what the MRI is, but today they officially took him out of the Royal Rumble. He's out of the Royal Rumble match. And I think Damn. by this, yep. Yeah, this injury bug is just killer right now. And um, yeah, so they he's out of the Rumble. And um, it from Elias's promo, it looks like, because last week Joe cut that promo on John Cena right. saying he was looking for him in the Rumble. So it looks like they're shifting that to Elias. Yep. Oh, man. Royal Rumble, less than two weeks away. Six hours of wrestling goodness. Could be longer. <laughs> WrestleMania was longer than six hours. They went, yeah. you know, the 30-minute Undertaker goodbye that ran over, and he's it's coming true. back. Um, did you guys watch the episode of Photoshoot with The Miz? No. It went up two weeks ago. That actually was really good. It's really interesting. Cesaro's yeah, was, was okay. Good. Yeah, but The Miz's was great. Um Man, him and Roman, I would really like to see that feud be developed more because I think uh, that could be really entertaining to keep mm. it going for a while. Yeah, I think they need to end that as quick as possible. You think so? Yeah. If, if, if Roman's going to be in the main event at WrestleMania, The Miz is just not there as far as like a, a, a top, top guy. And uh, Listen, here's why I like it because I got to see the main event I got to see tonight because of it. <laughs> you want to keep Roman occupied so he doesn't interfere with the matches you want to see at the top of the card. God, did, did you watch tonight's main event? No, Hell I yeah. Agree. I agree. Hey, hey, it, it was weird, I thought. You're nuts and high, and I'm going to dispute with you as to why. They jacked up the 3K. The ref counted three and a half. That was a little weird. <laughs> you don't think that was part of it? No, I don't think so. I think uh, when the ref hit the ground, I think, uh, or I think when the ref hit the hand the first time, Seth thought that he was just going to the ground or something. I think it was a, a miscue. It wasn't a count. It was, the ref, it was a ref hitting the mat to make the count. That's why you have to have your eyes open. You right, but he open. actually did hit the, his hand three times. You, you watch it. Okay. Okay. So we're going to talk about that in a few <laughs> moments, folks. Uh, the main event and there's a lot to talk about there including a return tonight that's people in our chat are going crazy for it everyone on social media went crazy for it we'll talk about that in a few moments but first uh we got sasha banks versus sonia deville page was at ringside uh they did confirm she's unable to participate in the 30 woman royal rumble match due to a neck injury uh this match i thought was fine i mean sonia deville won against sasha um yeah 
do we need to talk any more about this? Anything you guys have to add? It's the continual burial of, in my opinion, again, one of the best females they've got, and they continue to bury her. So whatever. I think it was just they Sasha won last week, right? So this week it's the other team's turn. And next week, Mandy Rose will get beat. <laughs> you know, it's that's all they got for these girls. It sucks. Yeah. But yeah, it's grossly underused Sasha, you know, and Alexa and, you know, these women that have real personalities and they're not, they're just doing nothing. Yep, it can work. Yep. Um, Matt Hardy versus Heath Slater. So we got the new full complete Woken Matt Hardy entrance tonight uh, before this match. Matt, do you think this is an improvement? Is this going in the right direction? It's better than last week's. Yeah. No sign of Bray Wyatt. That that's helped. Why, that's why it was better. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, that helped. The uh, the entrance was cool. Like I like, you know, they didn't have the little Hardy Boys graphic at the beginning. But man, I think this is just like, you know, it's just not it's not going to be that main event gimmick that no. it once was. Yeah. And he was cool. tweeting that they're shooting at the compound, at the Hardy compound. They were doing that over the weekend. Wow. Again, uh, it's like they just feel like they're late. And they've got their fingers on it, and their fingers on it aren't helping it. And it's not the – yeah, exactly. It's not what we saw and what we were hoping it would be. Yeah. Because of Matt either. That laughing thing, he didn't do that all the time, right? Am I, like, remembering that wrong? No, he didn't do it. He could do it once in a while in between weird-ass words he'd be saying. But that, that, that was it. Not this annoying like stuff he that he's doing forever. It. It's got to be the part that Vince loves about it. He's like, oh, and I love that I'll laugh. I bet you that's what it is. I yeah. swear to you, I bet you that's what it is. Yeah. Um, so Matt won, of course, that over Heath. And then the main event tonight, Finn Balor versus Seth Rollins. Finn accompanied by Gallo and Anderson. The Balor Club. Um, real quick, so, I want to ask you guys real quick. When, yeah. when Jeff Hardy comes back, you think they drop the, the Woken thing? With how it depends. It, it completely depends. And maybe not. Maybe they have him tag with his crazy-ass brother, and the storyline is him trying to get his crazy-ass brother back to normal. So he got he got all the all the the copyright stuff, all the, all the rights to all the stuff that they used in TNA. So they could use Brother Nero and all that stuff. Yeah. They could go there. That'd be great. But 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 actually, if they're watering down Matt, I mean, good lord, what would they do to Jeff? Exactly. I think it'd be. A, I almost think it'd be a mistake at this point. Yeah, maybe Jeff tries to make him straight again. You know what I mean? Normal again. Who knows? <clears throat> yeah. Okay. But they're not just gonna drop it. Drop it. No. Yeah. So the main event. Uh, main event match. Yeah, main event match. Main event match. Um. So there was interference from this from the bar. This went on uh, two segments. Was it two segments or was it three? It went on for a while. They gave them time. Three. Yeah. yeah Real back and forth. Entrance. Entrances were one. Yeah. Entrance and then there's a commercial and then they, yeah. Real back and forth. Perhaps a miscount on what seemed like a, a win there from Finn for a moment. And the big thing that everyone's going crazy for. Seth Rollins brought back the curb stomp to finish yes. off that match tonight. And it was oh, brutal. Yes. That, was not the the old, yes. that was not the old curb stomp where it looked like it was just timing his foot with the fall. It looked tonight like he legit smacked his head down. <laughs> I mean, didn't it? It looked like no, you saw Finn hit his, his, his hand hit the mat first. Yeah, but it looked, is. it just looked a lot. Of course he yeah. did. He'd be dead if he didn't. <laughs> <laughs> 
Like, can we really? His head hits a fan. That thing was money looking. <laughs> yeah. And that match, let me tell you how you know that that was not supposed to be the finish. Because, P.S., they went another, like, what, few minutes afterwards with a very complicated finish. No, That's it wasn't. How you know that wasn't the finish. Of course, it wasn't supposed to be the finish. They, he messed up counting three and they just kept going on with it because they have another 10 minutes in the, in the match. Right. Right. So, what's wrong with that? They messed up on the three. The, he counted they three. Didn't. The, the, the ref did, but he said, no, it's two, it's two. Yeah, it's yeah, two. but the ref did count three. I mean, they even showed it on the replay. Regardless, so he kicked out at three and a half. It didn't take me out of the action at all. Yeah. He slid on the mat with his first smack, which should never be counted as, a, to my understanding, it should never be counted when the ref hits the mat with both hands. Yeah. One of those hand smacks are not supposed to be a one count. Mm-hmm. That, if you do include that, that is a three. But um, anyways, I was going to say, uh, this, this was a hell of a main event. That's not enough for good. you to say this main event sucked. Are you nuts? No, I never said it sucked. Seth Rollins sold his ass off. And, 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 like, he's improved so much. I always liked him as a heel. But he's come up as a face, man. The, the thing with Jason Jordan is perfect because he's always the cooler of the two guys, right? Automatically. Because at first, yeah. remember, he was kind of coming across as whiny and kind of not cool anymore, Seth, as babyface, remember? That was like our big thing. He is now because he can make fun of Jason Jordan all the time. You know what I mean? So he's automatically cool for that. And his, his stuff in the ring is, was, was really, really well done. And his selling, though, I'll keep going back to that. People say these, kids don't, these guys don't sell anymore. Both of these guys sold their asses off tonight. Uh, Finn was selling his sh- the hell out of his neck throughout everything. But, but Seth's stuff... Even in his own comeback, when he's starting off his first comeback, running with the running forums and the you know corner to corner forum smashes with, with Finn waiting in the corner form, like he was like hopping on one leg. Like, he was really overselling that. Really not overselling. He was selling it to perfection. And these guys get the knock that they don't sell anymore. They fucking sold their asses off, and I'm going to give them the credit for it. This was a great main event, and I liked it a lot. It was a good match. I thought it was great. My problem with this and the rest of the show. You wanted to see Miz and Roman, didn't you? (laughs) No. My problem is we're two weeks away from the Royal Rumble, and none of the matches tonight had any kind of stakes or did anything to build a pay per view. Because it's going to, because I got news for you, it's going to be thrown out the window coming the 25th anniversary, too. Yeah. I feel like. Yeah. But that's the problem I have. They're not building. It's just the same exact stuff every week. And this week was more of it. This Finn versus Seth Rollins match, there was no stakes. It wasn't like if, you know, Finn wins, then I don't know. You you get a a better position in the Rumble. Or, you you know, the Gallows and Anderson get put in the tag title match. Give it some meaning as opposed to just a random match. Um, I know. My victory, what I took that victory for was Jason Jordan getting on the right page finally with Seth, and they were excited about their victory. Seth was excited. Yeah, but so you, was Jason Jordan. I bought it. But do you, did you also take it as Seth turning heel a little bit? Because he seemed a little bit. Yes, I did. Yes, I did. Because he hit that. Bit. He hit that move after the interference from Jason Jordan. He looked like he was cool yes. with it, and he was just fine with getting the win. And he had kind of a, a, a evil look on his face. So. I took advantage of a yeah, it, it did. I don't think full heel here, but obviously, yeah. But uh, 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 but definitely an element which I like. He took yeah. advantage of some of a, of, a, of you want to call it an f up or you want to call it his buddy hooking him up. Regardless, he took advantage of it and won, and that's the reaction I thought he gave. Yeah, um, and he sold his butt off both of these guys. Man, I can't continue to say enough how impressed by that I was. 
Yeah, and, and these and, guys and, were and they were really monkeys. and they're really they're putting called... the the curb stomp over too. Like uh, he hit that. They called it the blackout, Ooh, which is what he used. Brother, that was nasty. Yeah, so it was called the blackout when he was in FCW and NXT, and uh, yeah, they 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 kept the camera on Finn for a while to show him like you know dizzy and dazed and confused. Oh, yeah. If it was obviously it was a legit injury, they'd cut away quick because they were already over, well over nine o'clock anyway. But um, yeah. And, it, it, I give them credit for the bar interfering because it allows Finn to still look really strong in the loss of the loss of distraction. Diving on that, beating up Cesaro on the apron, yeah. and yeah, yeah. Um, so it was good. I mean, I mean these guys, right? I, think, I mean, let me ask you guys this real quick. Finn is the one, in my opinion, who's got a little bit of heel to him at the beginning of the match. His entrance, his his swagger, he had tonight for sure. Yeah, maybe that's just it, swagger, because I'm used yeah. to seeing him be so squeaky clean by himself. He's got a he has a, he has a lot more swagger to him. Like before they locked up, you saw his face. He was cocky as f, yeah. and I liked it. Yeah, we were saying this last week where he seems a lot more in his element now and a he lot does. more comfortable. He really does. Um, Seth, you know Seth. I just always think as a heel, he's a top guy, and yeah. as a babyface, he's just he's like a near the top guy. Like he's all he, he just he he's lacking himself something. in his. He hurt, it's his promos. He yeah. hurts himself in his promos. Work-wise, he's, I'm sorry, he's a top-of-the-line babyface. He sells. He's impressive-looking. He makes you feel – well, nobody feels sympathy for babyfaces anymore. They just don't. It's almost impossible to get it in 2018 unless somebody, like, slices your throat open or shoots you with an Uzi. Um, and even then, the fans will fuck, will complain that you're selling too long. You know, but, but nonetheless, it's very hard, in my opinion, to sell as a babyface unless you're, you know, like a diminutive babyface, you know, really small, like an Enzo. You know what I mean? Then it then you can get legitimate sympathy. So he's never no one's really gonna get that today. They don't give you enough time to do it either and sell properly to get that sympathy. But that said, he sells his ass off. Yeah. And so, does cool shit on offense. <laughs> Man, so raw twenty five next week, the rumble the Sunday after, so we'll have to I don't even after. care about it. Is that horrible? Really? Eh, Which one? The Rumble or Raw twenty five? Raw twenty five. I don't care about it. Yeah, that's what it is. I, mean, I don't want to see a bunch of old men. I mean, I, I, don't get me wrong. I don't mean disrespectful because these were dudes I was huge marks of when I was a kid, right? Growing up and wanting to be a wrestler myself. But I don't want to see the, the I don't know. I, yeah. Not all of them, but I, you know what I mean? I was just watching a flashback to Piper versus Snooker. The, what was it? The Rumble a few years ago, and, and Piper took his shirt off. Yeah. You know what I mean? I was yeah. like, I don't want to see that, man. I remember Hot Rod. I don't want to see that. Yeah. You know, it kind of. It's like when you every time they show DX again, they're like older and older and older. Do you remember that? Yeah. Like, like, they make fun of each other's bald spots and stuff. I was like, no. (laughs) Yeah, yeah. Even that uh, that WrestleMania when they had the NWO and DX come out, they all. I mean, I I was big fans of both those groups, but yes, they couldn't run, and they're all you know. Yeah, screwed up and hurt and banged up. (laughs) Yeah, but it'll be it'll be a. I, I remember when they did Raw 1000, that got a huge rating. So I oh, I, I wonder if I'm this sure will get. Will... Yeah, I wonder if this will get higher, uh, be more higher rated than the post Royal Rumble Raw. Post Royal Rumble Raw is usually always the second highest Raw of the year. And, WrestleManias uh, is the first, right? WrestleManias is the first. Yeah. Um. Also, kind of noteworthy tonight. Martin Luther King got a ten bell salute. I thought that was interesting. In that yeah. video piece, it was a good video piece. It was very well done. Yeah, I mean, honestly, like it was so well done that I was kind of like, "This is surprisingly highbrow for the WWE." Yeah, I could show this to my daughters, <laughs> but yeah. uh, 
That's a good point. Yeah. Um, Couple, a couple other things real quick. Oh, uh, someone's mentioning in our chat, uh, Jack O'Bean's mentioning that CM Punk, you know, they had the top 25 moments of Raw after, mm -hmm. after it went off the air. CM Punk's pipe bomb promo was all the way up at number two. That's kind of surprising because they don't even mention him anymore. So kind of neat. Also, Chris one? Jericho will be at Raw 25 yeah. next week. He will? Yeah. Okay, that's pretty cool. Yeah, so Tokyo Dome is going to be on Raw 25, and then he's going to be working Naito soon. So... Oh. He's uh, pretty cool stuff. Yeah. Uh, Goldberg heading into the WWE Hall of Fame. That was also announced tonight. Headlining. Yeah. yeah. Makes sense. Yeah, I why mean, not? Of course. Plus, you're almost you're kind of almost out of headliners. No, really. You got, you got Undertaker. Yeah. As Kane a real went, headliner. Kane. Kane one year. I don't, I don't. I don't think he's a headliner. Really. One year, not 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 now, but he's got a little bit of time away, completely away. Yeah, I don't know. I just he he was never that. He never got to that like legendary level, you know. Like, like he no, was no, the foe, but the not word, the person yeah. you paid for. But he was facing the guy you 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 paid for. Well, in the shadow yeah, of his okay. brother, I mean, you know. What I mean, you oh yeah, the Rock, of course. Batista, even Batista, I well, don't know if he's a headliner. Yes, yes, he is. Yes, he is. Yes, you think yes, so? Yes, yes, he is. Yeah. Also, and by the way, Kane's not the second best gimmick of WWE of all time. I, if you ask many of the Attitude guys, they'll tell you yes. Probably for its longevity and everything. Are you yeah. Kidding me? Yes. Yeah. But that also shows you how many bad gimmicks they've had. I mean, how many successful gimmicks would you say there have been to Taker and Kane? Not on the spot, I can't think of them, but I'd go back to the 80s and come up with Kamala, uh, uh, Big Boss Man. Yeah. Um, no, Mankind. Akeem, the African Dream. Yeah. <laughs> but but all, those, all those guys had like two years in the main event scene. You know what I mean? Oh, yeah. yeah. Um, Is Jake the Snake Roberts not a gimmick? He does have I, a snake. Yeah, that, I don't know. I, it, all those 80s guys. I, I consider a gimmick on, like... On. like a, a made-up character that... Like Sergeant Swan, yeah. the gimmick. These are all gimmicks we're talking about, bro, yeah. from the 80s. Yeah, but, like, the snake, he did, like, if he dressed up like a snake, or acted like a snake... He had him but, on his legs! Down his tights, but he wasn't, uh, he wasn't <laughs> doing his promos talking like a snake. Like the, like, the red rooster would cock his head, and, you know. Hey, a snake gimmick could be solid. They could hiss when they do the promos. <laughs> He has a fake tongue. Or, you don't think? Or, hang on, let's go back to this. You don't think Orton, Cena, they're not Hall of Fame headliners? They are, but I, I feel like they got a little ways to go. Oh, they do. They do. Yeah. But yeah. it's out there. I'm talking about like if you had to pick like this year. I feel like there's a. It's a. We're not thinking of WCW. Some older guys. I'm telling you right now, we're missing some NWA people. Is Sid in? Sid's not it. No, he's not. But he's not a Hall of Famer either. I mean, I'm not, not, a, not a headliner. <laughs> not a headliner. Oh, headliner. Oh, that's right. Yeah, I'm talking about head, headlining class. Okay. No, Goldberg is good. I mean, and this confirms. So Goldberg, they wouldn't do Goldberg and Undertaker the same year. So Undertaker, this one more match thing, props to Justin Labar for being so adamant about it. I think the Undertaker's wrestling another match, guys. Oh, he is. What, He's what wrestling mean, John props Cena. To Time out. Let's rewind this. Yeah. Why are we giving him props, Justin? Because Justin was saying this for six months while Raj and I were going, He's, uh, I don't know, he's getting a little too old. They did about the him wrestling last one year. match? Yeah, about one more. But he was like weirdly certain about it in a way that most people weren't saying, oh, I'd like to see him wrestle one more match. He was like, it's happening. Yeah, but he was also saying it's a, he, he thinks it's going to be Braun Strowman. 
Mm. But um, it's a very physical match for Undertaker. Yeah. Yeah. So it's going to be Cena, though. So Cena and Taker this year at, at Mania. So. That's definite? I think so. Yeah. They haven't announced it, okay. but. Okay. Uh, yeah. Oh, man. Owen, Owen Hart is not in the Hall of Fame. Someone's asking oh. that. Oh. Um, he should be. Yeah, his wife is the whole legal thing between Owen's wife and WWE. The Hart, okay, the Hart Foundation should be in the Hall of Fame. Uh, the Bulldogs should be in the Hall of Fame. British Bulldogs, both. Uh, d- yeah, yeah, um, yeah. I mean, there's there's a lot of people oh, yeah. that should be in. Um, I mean, what about but, Killer Bees? Coco Beware's in there. Why ain't Killer Bees? So the Killer Bees were a good tag team. They were good. But then yeah. uh, I would say you should put the Rockers in. Have Sean going twice. Definitely, with Marty. You know, definitely. So, and then there's time. They they have time to put all these guys in. So, I mean, there's so many tags. Was there more way more? Tag- is demolition in? No. So they had a lawsuit with WWE. So uh, it looks what's, like that's what's not the happening. lawsuit. Um, it was over their gimmick. I think like they wanted to keep it, and and it got ugly. And yeah, they like they never use those guys for anything. And I think it's just Bill Eady acts that they have the, the issue right, with. yeah. To get right. So. so, lastly, before we take this home here, Raj, uh, how are the odds for the Royal Rumble looking at this point? Right now, Nakamura is a slight favorite um, to win the Royal Rumble. Yeah, yeah. He, there's no real favorite. He just has the best odds right now. Uh, it was Cena, then it was Reigns. Now it's Nakamura. Dolph Ziggler has jumped up. Dolph Ziggler's near the top. Um, so yeah, that's kind of where where it's at right now. It's uh, uh, Nakamura at the top, followed hmm. by Reigns, I believe. I believe it's followed by Reigns. It's yeah. Um, we shall see. Yeah. yeah, we'll see. Matt, who would you like to see win the Rumble? Hmm. I honestly don't have an answer to that. It was Joe. Yeah, I could see them. You know, sadly, I could see them doing Ziggler. We talked about it last week. Why? No one's buying him winning. Ugh. No, I, it's going to be it's the WWE Championship match, you know, I, I, and for the Universal Championship match, I don't think they want Reigns winning the Rumble in Philly. So you take no. that out, then it's going to be someone wrestling for the SmackDown title. And I don't think they're going to do Nakamura and AJ. So I almost see them doing Ziggler and AJ. They're, they put it like in the middle oh. of the show. And it's like last year with Orton and Bray Wyatt. It was just one of the forgettable WrestleMania matches that they threw at the bottom. Well, it was memorable well, for all the wrong reasons. Yeah. No, I agree. I, I always not- feel like the Rumble winner should be in the top match at Mania. Yeah. Definitely. But not Nakamura versus AJ could be up there, though, right? They wouldn't put it up there. Over uh, Lesnar and no. Reigns or uh, Cena and Taker? No, but. Definitely no, but higher up than friggin' Zdolf or JJ. Actually, you know what? That would be really smart because, look, with uh, Lesnar in the main event, they're going to get a lot of people tuning in. WrestleMania is going to have a huge buy rate. Putting before that in a showcase match between Nakamura and AJ would put them over huge with the casuals that maybe aren't watching SmackDown or paying attention. Well, here's the problem. Smart Mark fans that want to see a a really good, high paced match. But that's what I'm saying. Is so we know the smart crowd is going to love it. But what I'm saying yeah. is, it'd be a great showcase for the casuals to, to, see, to finally see these guys. Yeah. yeah, and to see how great the wrestling is uh, between them. Yeah, 
I just get the feeling that WWE doesn't feel like Nakamura is that over. And I, I bet you they think Ziggler's more over than Nakamura. Which is so weird. I, I, Vince so has weird. already said it, though. He's, ne- he's never going to be the guy. So why? I don't know. They, yeah. And I love Dolph, by the way. I don't agree with anything that Vince says about him. I just, just trying to think of reality here. You know what I mean? It's like the ship is i hate to say it he's a friend but the ship kind of sailed you know what i mean uh, they, a long time they ago. did they did him wrong he was red hot red hot and ready for that damn title and not not just for like that quick you know however how long he held it for but a real run with it an authentic one with it when he was cutting world beater promos too yeah he was really feeling himself man they did him wrong no absolutely um real quick other names for the hall of fame this year are the dudleys and um, oh, duh, there you go. Yep, and then also rumored are Ivory, Bam Bam Bigelow, and Kid Rock in the celebrity wing. Yay for Ivory, finally! Yep. Yeah, no offense to the women before her. I'm sorry, Ivory should have been in before them. Yeah, she should have. I'm she's a freaking she's a pioneer, and then some. Mm-hmm. Well, they kind of pick one every year, so but I'm sorry, I love Trish. There. Trish is a huge draw, Lita, beautiful, huge draw, great workers. Okay. But I'm sorry, not on Ivory's level as far as being able to wrestle everybody. And you throw anything at her, she can handle it. Any kind of crappy character, she could handle it. And um, she was always the leader of that damn locker room. And that, and that was very yeah. important during that Attitude Era when they were bringing in a Trish Stratus that the other girl's like, what the hell is this crap? You're hiring Playboy models now? You're right. Oxygen models now? Are you shitting me? No. And then, you know what I mean? Those people like Ivory, Jazz, and others that really... Molly Holly. Molly <laughs> Holly for sure. Sure. Yeah. Is Molly in the Hall of Fame, right? Good. Uh, no. That's it. She's not? No. She needs to be too. No. Ah, so if Kid well, Rock I, is going in this year, I wonder if that means they're saving Limp Biscuit for the year Undertaker does go into the Hall of Fame. Ooh. <laughs> Why is Kid Rock going into the Hall, WWE Hall of Fame? There's no... And I, I, <laughs> you know who I, should be in there that's not in the celebrity yeah. wing? Is Drew Cindy Lauper. Yes, absolutely. Oh, yeah. Absolutely. Yeah, and that's yeah, a no-brainer. Yeah, it is. I wonder that, if she that, won't do it or something. Cause that, it's, that's one of the stories that sucked me in as a kid. Actually. That's what I was yeah. just going to say. Cindy Lauper is probably responsible for 70% of the people our age putting the, the WWE further on their radar. Oh, yeah. Know? Yeah. The Rock and Wrestling Connection and her Huge. and Mr. T. And even Huge. Mr. T, we just went in a few years ago. He should have been one of the first ones in. Yes. Yeah. Mm. Yeah, Cindy Lauper, I could see her not doing it because of uh, the politics of the McMahons. I could see her having a stance against that. But she was. She was guest GM. You remember when they were doing the guest GM bit? Yeah. She she did that one time. So it's not like she'd never do anything with WWE because she already has. Yeah. You know, know, I bet in one of those surveys, they did surveys and determined that's not their current demo. It's probably one of those straight, stupid marketing decisions, you know? Could be. Yeah. Makes no sense. Next. yeah, well, no, that's that's all, Matt. Next is what that's all. Matt no more news. There's no, I think we've talked about everything in the state of wrestling. Yeah, it's it's for tonight at least. a lot. <laughs> well, I was gonna say this as a surprise, but um, I'm just gonna give you a huge spoiler. Um, you guys are gonna have to listen to our post show version of Wrestling Inc. podcast and hear my entrance number for the Royal Rumble. There it is, <laughs> I put it out there. There you go. <laughs> So check it out, folks. <laughs> uh, uh, someone's mentioning Mark Henry. Mark Henry has been retired. So it's just uh, 
He'll something make the Hall that, of Fame eventually. Yeah, he oh definitely. For sure. He's another one that longevity like Kane. Um but yeah. Yeah. Cool guys. So Matt, anything you want to plug? Anything else you got? <laughs> No, I'm good. You guys know me. You guys can find me on Instagram and Twitter at BP, as in Blueprint, Matt Morgan. That's really it. And come visit the city of Longwood, Florida. What did you say? I said, come visit the city of Longwood, Florida. Yes, come on, come on. (laughs) Peter, we got to EC3 and Lashley earlier. Yeah. More importantly, I got a shout out from Roger Stone on Instagram the other day. How about that? That's a whole other. We're not not even going there. Do you see? uh, So Roger Stone was joking about trying to get Hulk Hogan to run for the Senate. (laughs) Sorry, dude. So for those who don't know, uh, Roger Stone is a was a crazy polit. And that not crazy, but you know he's a very eccentric political. Very eccentric, uh, but AKA Trump's senior advisor. He was he was Trump's senior advisor. Yeah. He still kind of is. Um, what I was gonna say was is uh, um, I could have promoted Tell Terry to run. Yeah. Yeah. Get freaking Governor Scott out of here. Hell yeah. Yeah. <laughs> um. Oh boy. What, yeah. what would this world be coming to? <laughs> what are you trying to say? You come to one of my commission meetings to see how much work I. No, do. not you. I'm not, not talking you. about you. I'm not, talking about no. Hulk Hogan, a senator, a U.S. senator. <laughs> I mean, yeah. Who knows? <laughs> no offense to Hulk. I mean. I was a Hulkamaniac growing up. Dude, it, it, I, I thought the same with Jesse at first. Yeah. No, I feel like I Jesse know, always had some cred, though. I feel like Jesse always yeah, had some cred. I didn't know that. Yeah. I didn't know about the SEALs. I didn't. And, and plus, Jesse, you hear him t- you know, speak on the issues. He, he knows enough He's of what's really going on. really smart guy. I'm going to throw it out there to you guys. He, I really feel, would have been a decent president. I, I do. Jesse Ventura? He owes nothing to nobody. Yeah. When he ran his campaign, you know, he did it all just through baking, baking goods. Yeah. Like that's what he raised his campaign. Yeah, yeah. He didn't take a dollar from anybody. I have um, a I have an hour long interview with Jesse Ventura that I did like a year ago <laughs> where we talked we talked a lot about really? politics. Yeah, we talked politics, religion, marijuana. Huh. Um, so find that on YouTube. Well, not to be a dick, I'm a huge fan of him. Was he still? Was he still like? Because isn't he? I could be way wrong on this. Isn't he kind of sick now or something? No, no, he no. just he he refuses to travel like on airplanes because of TSA, and oh, he lives in Mexico him, most of the year. There's nothing wrong with him, like as far as not dementia, but like Alzheimer's or something like that. No, no, no. okay, I'm completely making that up. No, right. yeah, I don't know why he I heard does that. the conspiracy theory, but you know, shows and books what? and stuff like that. I didn't know he's still doing it. The, the, the shows originally when they first came out were all I loved them. Yeah, yeah, yeah. we were talking about his conspiracy theory book and. He's talking about the 9-11 conspiracy. Yes. Kind of, we kind of debated that he a little put, bit. Dude, did he not make you at least think a little bit differently? <laughs> we were talking about the bottom, like, this, like what was it? The bottom, of, what was it? The very bottom floor being able to melt or something like that? Like, <laughs> like how it looked like it came from this way versus this way? Yeah. yeah when, when, at least for me. When I look at both sides, when I look at the 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 pros, I mean, not the pros, the uh, the, the cons, I mean, the... What am I trying to say here? The for and against, if it was a conspiracy, right? Uh, the, the non-conspiracy stuff wins out for me. I just, I don't think our government is smart and capable enough to pull off something like exactly. that. And so you don't think the no CIA can, and everyone JFK? keep quiet? You don't I think, think the CIA killed JFK. Well, and that's how we know about it because the word got out. That's you another know? one. That's people. Um, that's a fun one. I mean, I, I'm not. That's one I'm not ever sure on. I lean more towards. Uh, 
that it was slightly more to there was more going on than meets the eye for sure. There's yeah. always more going on than meets the eye, always in every situation. <laughs> but sometimes things just happen. You know. Yeah. Like terrorists do bad things and they, you know. Oh. And it, it's not like I don't know, people sometimes try to find conspiracies in everything. Sure. In well, wrestling. Yeah. I mean, you're I, taught I, not to trust Page. I'm sure you I'm sure people are going to think <laughs> stuff with Page and this injury and if it's a work and it's, you know, all this kind of stuff. Yeah. Anyway. And I think that's um, part of the thing. I think rumors and the idea of something more going on, I think, is intriguing to most people because if you have a curious mind. It's how Raj makes a living. Who are you that's kidding, true, Raj? I was just say. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Um, people yeah. are coming to your site to see who beats who. That's true. <laughs> yeah. They want the, the dirt sheets. Yeah. Um, this is just reminding Did you guys hear the Talk is Jericho episode with Bo, Bo Dallas? Where yeah. Bo's like talking about all. I thought it would be horrible. So yeah, he, he believes he see he's one of those guys. Oh, conspiracy theorists! Everything. Oh he my god! Everything. He believes in lizard people and, and snake people <laughs> or whatever that the, the Earth is you know being run by the snake people. Brian Kendrick's <laughs> like that as well. Yeah, he believes in aliens, and he'll tell you why. He'll, he believes everything. Yeah. Someone's asking me. Someone's asking about The Rock being at Raw 25. He just started filming the new season of Ballers, so I doubt he'll be able to make it. Um, wow, that dude! That dude busts his ass. He's already filming uh, Ballers again. Yeah, yeah. Jesus. He just started that last week, and yeah, he's a he's a busy guy. So you don't think he can be president? The Rock? You'll laugh at that. I won't. La- I won't laugh at that. I think, I think he's a smart guy. Plausible. I think that's plausible. I'd just like to see... Guys, America's going to move in a new direction. They don't want pro or career politicians. Did you ever see the movie Idiocracy, Matt? Yeah. 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 The, the Rock is how we get there. To President Camacho. No, The Rock is... <laughs> right. yeah. The Rock is a smart dude. He, he is. Uh, and he's likable. Yeah. Like, universally likable. I think everybody likes The Rock. Well, yeah. I'm hoping our city commission changes uh, um, like policies. and Hopefully we can go to Facebook Live on our commission meeting so they could air, you know what I mean? Live in its entirety for everyone to watch everywhere. Mm. And it'll be cool. Cause I think it makes, makes you a little bit more accountable of what you're doing in these meetings and where you weigh in on voting and things like that. And you can, like, when it's time for a reelection even or something like that, say, Hey, look, I, I, I voted for that, but unfortunately I voted for it one, but go back on this date and listen to it for yourself. Cause yeah. I, because my whole thing is, I'm one of them, you know what I mean? And, I, and, and, and and voting on their behalf and wanting to do things for our city on their behalf, not as some career politician that wants to move up the ladder, you know what I mean? That's a real big reason why I did this. Mm-hmm. And um, like someone like The Rock, super popular. Um, Unfortunately, it shouldn't be a popularity contest. It shouldn't be. It should be who you think is best for the job and the position, right? What I don't like is when it becomes, oh, I picked the lesser of two evils. I felt like I said that every year when I, or every time I vote for a president. You know, mm-hmm. I voted for the lesser of two evils. I, that sucks, man. I want the best of the best to run. And to do that, you guys, we've got to have the non-norm run. We've got to have different people from different backgrounds and different, you know what I mean, maybe no political experience whatsoever. Um, do this to, so we one day get to that perfect-ass president, that we get this perfect president that is money all the way around. And he didn't come from the normal routes, you know what I mean? It wasn't being groomed at Yale and Harvard to one day be the, you know what I mean? Like a lot of this is, a lot of these politicians, they've been groomed from day one to potentially be the man one day. 
Yeah, but with and the you way the puppets once they're voted, because now they owe all these favors, they owe all this money. Well, plus you're very limited once you're president anyway. You can't get, you know, all you the major are, stuff has to go Donald through Congress. Trump, and you just completely start blasting people. <laughs> <laughs> no, 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 no. It's, it's always, you know, it always happens. It's, it's a cycle. And uh, I don't know how we got turned on yeah. politics. I'm but, making you talk about it. But whatever, whatever president wins, then it, it ignites the other side. The side that's in office gets complacent. Congress switches hands. Nothing gets done. Rinse, repeat, and it happens again. Um, well, come live in Longwood, folks, because stuff is getting done, and I cannot wait till like our. Uh, I, I really, I do hope it still has to get passed. Uh, I brought it up tonight. I just hope that it does one day get passed that we can film these commission meetings on Facebook Live. We'll be the first in our county to do it. Be great. And again, it'll be let people everywhere watch it and see like what what our city's about. Hopefully, and maybe want to come move here one day. Who knows? Yeah. Yeah. So that was a long <laughs> plug. Forget uh, forget the plug. That's me being honest. I was just being honest. No, I know, no, I know. But that's we were at the plugs like 20 minutes ago, and we kind of got on oh. this tangent. <laughs> For, forget Epcot in Florida, folks. Matt Morgan is turning Longwood into the experimental prototype community of tomorrow. <laughs> and all right, okay, Raja, anything you want to plug on this? Hey, leave it. Leave, hang on, no, no, no. I'm not leaving. That. Leave it to undercover 60 year old Glenn in a 30 plus year old body's. A, a person's body to say Epcot, by the way. <laughs> Who says Epcot? That's what it stands oh, I like for. I like to do wine tasting all across other the countries in Epcot. You nerd. You it stands for the experimental Disney. prototype Universal. community of tomorrow. Universal. Disney. Uh, Universal's <laughs> getting there. But uh, 30 year man, I'm your age. A 30 year old body, I'm flattered. Uh, but I think I'm like. How old are you? I think I'm older than you are. My birthday is in March of 76. I'm 41. Yeah, I'm oh, wow. 41 too. I'm well. 42, be, so I got you I'm both. Forty two. Uh, I thought I was older than both of you for sure. No, no. You're, you're just more of an ad- look more adultish. I look older. Yeah. No. Years lived, man. Hey, man. <laughs> is, hey, everyone, check out our uh, our podcast with Bruce Pritchard from last Wednesday. Oh yeah. He told some great stories about Undertaker and rode the Royal Rumble and Rick Martel being they've been forgetting that they didn't script Rick Martel being eliminated. Yep. Yeah. <laughs> and all these so that's a good one tons of great stuff so check that out we got jimmy jacobs an interview with him coming up um, oh nice yeah um, more from my interview with jeff Cobb. oh no 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 all my stuff with jeff cobb is all up so check it out sounds good folks we'll be back here wednesday 12 noon eastern to talk about smackdown live until then i'm glenn rubenstein and we'll see you back here on the wrestling inc podcast take care